Hi everyone, it's Ansa and welcome to the Great Change Podcast. Hi everyone, it's Ansa and welcome back to the Great Change Podcast. This is the second episode of the Branded for Christ series and today's special guest is the woman of many talents. She's a content creator, YouTuber, worshipper and poet who has a passion for people and a very beautiful voice. It's none other than Karen Forever Blessed. Oh gosh, thank you. That introduction was, no, nah, that introduction was just a bit, was, was yeah, it was a lot. I appreciate it. I'm so humbled. <laughs> oh, but yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for joining, joining me today. Um, how have you been? That's a good question. Um, I've been good. Obviously, just finished. What I just saw. I just so I did my just finished my law school and masters last year. Yeah. Wow. It's been a journey. It's been. It's definitely been a journey. It hasn't been for the faint hearted, Mm. but um, yeah, it's been. So I'm literally now. I feel like transitioning into quote-unquote adulthood like mm. being an actual adult for the first time in my life I'm not in education mm. I'm like I'm not working I've been working since I was 16 17 so it's such a surreal period in my life yeah um and I I personally feel like I'm not stressed but obviously there's external factors whether that be you know you seeing other people like in your life excel in other areas or whether it be like other family members say oh you know so what's next well, I think that's probably like one of the most annoying questions I get asked right now oh so what's next mm-hmm. I want to sleep like that's what's next <laughs> for now like let me just sleep for like yeah. a week and then figure out what what is quote-unquote next so yeah. yeah but I'm excited though like I'm so excited for what the future holds for me because I have no idea what that looks like mm-hmm. um, and I think that that's the exciting thing that's the exciting part so yeah no, definitely. It's always exciting to know like what your future is gonna be like. Yeah. Congratulations. I can only imagine how it feels to like not have not not have to be in um education. Cause like obviously education has played a big part in our lives from like what primary school. Literally. Crazy. Like this has literally become part of our weekday routine, Monday to Friday. Yep. So, yeah. Wow. So you just taking it taking every day as it comes yeah, every day as it comes applying for stuff I feel like definitely the thing is it's not as if I'm not doing anything because that, that's just not who I am but I think I am definitely trying to be present and not worry necessarily about mm-hmm. tomorrow even though I love a good routine like I, I do love a good routine um I'm learning to just enjoy this break this mini break because after this it's literally adulthood it's literally working all the time it's literally 25 days holiday like it's lit like it's it's literally it's exciting but at the same time it's like okay but that's the reality of life at the moment then marriage and kill let's not even let's not let's (laughs) not even let's just even let's just reel that in yeah it's like no I definitely I hear that like enjoy the break you have now because a lot is coming a lot is coming yeah wow um actually I didn't know you had like uh like your Instagram YouTube I didn't know until like recently well not recently maybe like a month ago um because obviously we added each other on snap and then we didn't really speak much 
And then, yeah. and then when I found it, I was like, wow, okay, all right. But yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, so with like, okay, so with Insta and YouTube, like I've been on that for a very, very long time. Like mm-hmm. when I, like when I first started, I guess, um, cause that I don't, I don't call what I, what I used to do on Instagram. I wouldn't call that um, content created. It was just a time in my life where I was in sixth form and I was very much, I was branded the church girl and I hated it. Like, because with the church girl came so many preconceptions and mm. so many kind of um, connotations of what people like wanted you to be or felt like you couldn't even really speak about speak out about certain things oh but because you're a church girl so what do you know about x y and z Mm -hmm. and it was it was so frustrating because it was like you say I'm a church girl but I'm still growing up in the same generation that you are like I still face exactly the same things my solution to things are just different to what they Mm -hmm. are for you um so yeah during that time and I would feel like I was growing as a worshiper and obviously I'm not saying that I'm not still doing all those things but that was like my first time of really like taking a leap and putting it on social media yeah um and then it got to I think my second to I think my last year of uni yeah I think I'd moved back home with my last year of uni or summer just before and I made my YouTube channel and I started it off with my testimony and I wanted it to be like motivational stuff that I did on my Snapchat and Instagram but just on a, like on a different platform basically essentially and then I became very inconsistent with it like everyone else um just because of uni and then um and then yeah and then I feel like I went through a stage or going through a stage now where I just wanted like complete I just wanted to completely revamp it like I'm a lot older now I'm a lot more mature mm-hmm. and I wanted to change or I want I want to change the content that is now on it because I feel like at the age that I'm at as long as I've been a Christian as long as I've been on my walk I feel like there's certain things that I can speak about at mm. the stage that I am at are there certain things that I've been through there's certain things that I have experienced that I can now speak about more freely because I always say this I will never speak about something that I'm still struggling with um and I feel like I now can create a space for me to now speak about topics that I feel like aren't spoken about enough. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. In a Christian, like in within within yeah. a perspective, yeah. I actually see that like in your your Instagram and stuff. Like that one of the things that I admire about you is your openness. Um and like um like you share stuff like going through dealing with lust as a Christian woman, um, just things like that. And it's just wow like we actually need that because if we like lost and like other types of things or things that like you said are not really spoken about um and I feel like that's why people looking in like looking at a, maybe a woman of God or a, someone that's a Christian will feel like uh because they don't really speak about these things they must be perfect right, right. they don't go through mm-hmm. go through those things and then also like younger younger um Christians in the faith will be like okay what's wrong with me um, I'm going through this so what is it like <laughs> so you know I really appreciate I think that's, that's something that I just I really wanted to because I remember what it felt like to go through that and just feel like I was alone felt like I could never shake it felt like 
I was dealing with like the worst thing in the world, like, mm. um, and just feeling so alone. And sometimes I don't, sometimes I don't, I think a lot of the time it's people don't have anyone to talk to, but then it's also a case of not even feeling comfortable enough because you don't feel like any other female is going through it. Yeah. You don't speak about, I think at my particular age, when you're learning about your body, never really, I never understood what ovulation was, never understood what it did to my hormones, oh. never knew what having a high sex drive was. And then it's like, it's that stuff. But then how do I navigate that as a yeah. Christian, as a female Christian, as a female Christian that, that as well. So it's like, you're ovulating, your body's telling you to have sex, your body's praying you to have a baby. And the Bible's telling you to have sex with anyone, but you have a high sex drive. Like mm. it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. It's wow. A lot. Wow. So how has that been like just navigating that? Because um, obviously it's, it's like a, what's the word? A niche. Um, yeah I I think it is I think I'm still finding my way to kind of navigate it because one thing that one thing that I it's a bit hard because I feel like everyone is called to different things definitely and everyone's called to minister to people in different ways like I know like I know that a notion within our generation is some people that are Christians are maybe too harsh and too critical but then at the same time, I feel like as Christians, we should be careful not to dilute the word. Yeah. Um, and then within saying that, which is why I say I feel like everyone's called to different things and different people. And people will take, like, sometimes you need a word that's going to kick you up the bum. But then other times you might need a word that's just going to give you a hug. Like, that's that's the reality of it. Yeah, depending wow. On, depending on, like, where you are in your walk. Mm. Um, I feel like, yeah, I think in regards to kind of navigating this, obviously this is new for me. I can only speak on my experiences and what's helped me as mm. well as guidance as well from counsel, like thinking, mm. playing, okay, cool. So this is how I feel about this. How do you think I should navigate that? But then also being very, very careful because I'm never, ever going to lie. Like I'm never, ever going to go against what the Bible says, but, and this is the thing I feel like with the way that I speak on specific speak on particular issues or whatever the case may be I never want to make someone feel bad or convict someone but then at the same time I don't want people to take away from the fact that if you do feel convicted then that's 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 a you problem in the sense of pay attention to that conviction I mean like I'm not here to tell you that you're going to be damned to hell for having sex for marriage but you do also know that you're not supposed to be having sex for marriage. Like this, yeah. the Bible has not been rewritten. Like everyone knows what the Bible says. So I'm not going to sit here and regurgitate scripture back to you. However, like, don't think that I'm here to make you feel better about your poor choices either. Mm. Um, and I think that's also, that's always something quite difficult to navigate because uh, the whole conversation of uh, if the society is sensitive, then... Mm. It's, it's hard, man. You can't, you can't please everybody. You either. can't, you can't please everyone. Um, I think, yeah, you can't. And also, like, obviously, like you said, you don't want to dilute God's word. So, no. if we're just saying what God is, what God has put in His word, don't, don't, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> at this point, at this, at, at this actual point, don't shoot me. But because th- yeah. this, this is what it is, though. So. Mm. Something, yeah. something that you said um, about counsel, um, I think that's very important, especially like um, like just putting content out there in general, like uh, Christian content as well, because like you said, like we in, we never want to lie or say something that goes against God's word. So 
even if you 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 have like an idea, but just like running it back with someone and be like, yo, do you think, what do you think about this? Because, you know, we might think, oh, this is so good. But then, like you said, you don't want to, you don't want to call someone to, to feel bad. But at the end of the day, you don't want to, um, yeah. So it's just like. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a hard one to navigate. And I will say this, I, it's, not, it's not everything that I do see counsel on because at the same time, I feel like sometimes when you ask, and I did this a lot because I've realized something about myself um I'm somebody that really thrives off of validation whether it's a good thing or bad I don't know um still working on it baby steps but I thrive off of I think everyone does but speaking about me specifically Mm. I like um re like people reaffirming what I already have like to the extent where I'm like cool if this person has a great idea then it's a great idea but I will say that sometimes when people have been there before you then it's important to get counsel and it's important to get advice not from everyone but from people that you trust enough to be honest with you and be like okay cool I think this is a good idea I think this needs a bit more work etc etc yeah um I think you you said something again that's like important like the right people like how did you go about like finding the right people that to talk to you because like you said you can't tell everybody about everything then you're going to be like what's that guy in the bible that instead of receiving counsel from the elders received counsel from the younger people and then went sideways um I feel like I was I feel like God brought those people to me Mm. um yeah I feel like God I think God God definitely brought those people to me and I would also say I prayed about it as well to be able to share my journey because listen being a 20-something-year-old woman in this day and age, navigating adulthood as well as relationships, as well as celibacy, abstinence, as well as the, like, and, and just being African as well, like, it's such a headache. Like, it's a headache already, but then when you add Christ into it, there's, like, a whole nother set of things that you need to be aware of and whatnot, and it's, like, um it's it's desire that I really really prayed for to be able to have such if to be able to have conversations with people and not feel like I was being judged Mm -hmm. I feel like I could be completely open and people that would um people that would pour into me as well as recognize the gifting on me as well Mm -hmm. and not kind of fall privy to familiarity but I definitely say praying about it was a was a big thing because this is the thing like you can have because I have I have friends that aren't necessarily I have friends that are Christian and then I have friends that are saved like that and you get that there's a difference right mm. friends that are dead like I can categorically say yes they are on the same walk as me like we have like friends that I can call up and be like, oh my God, I had this dream and I had, I read this scripture and this is what I think it means. And they'll be like, okay, cool. So I think it means this, like, and then confirming or giving me a revelation on whatever I've read. Like that, things like that just make the walk so much more easier. Um, And yeah, so I think, I think it was just God's divine intervention and also praying about it as well. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Cause I feel like it, we have to be careful like who we tell certain mm-hmm. stuff because mm-hmm. it can sway us. We okay. can, you know, end up somewhere that we don't want to end up. Um, but no, yeah. Um, um, I feel like one of the things that you spoke because I listened to your testimony, 
Wow, we thank God. We thank God. <laughs> um, and one of the things you were talking about was your calling, and you said you said how um God was telling you that you're not ready for you weren't ready for your calling, even though you were like, God, I'm ready. Um, so how did you how did you know that you weren't ready? Like, how did you know God was telling you, you weren't ready? Because I feel like a lot of people have like a hunger or a zeal, and they're like, Yes, I want to do this, but like you said, there were certain things that you had to let go. Um, and it's true because like sometimes we we have a hunger to, you know, be filled and we want to do, we want to do God's work. But mm-hmm. there's certain things that we're holding on to that down the down the down the road, it might not be immediate. It makes everything just come crashing down. That's a good question. Um, I don't from what I don't even remember this this testimony video was like 2018, I think, 2019. Um, but I think you say your question was how did I know that I wasn't ready? Or how did yeah. I yeah? Um I think because and this is this is the craziest thing like about my testimony. It wasn't as if I it wasn't as if like I was in church and I was doing quote unquote worldly things or mm-hmm you know a part of any type of secular like that's not my that's not my testimony like there are people that you know used to drink and smoke and everything else and then came to Christ and that's their testimony my testimony was very different like even when when I first released it people would say oh my gosh like I listened to testimony and it wasn't anything like I expected it to be and the reason for me is still a testimony is because I feel like I didn't take God seriously until I encountered him for myself and it was like okay you're serious about me so let me like I need to start being serious about you and I feel like I wasn't ready because wow telling me to be ready because sorry to cut you off but that is a gem you God is serious about you but you weren't serious about him yeah no I wasn't that's deep I wasn't because when I when I look back at the way everything was like aligned Mm. all my life it was like yeah God was he was all like God was always present, even if I wasn't ready to be. I wasn't ready. Like I, so I first started speaking in tongues when I was thirteen, and I, but I didn't like that was the first time I received the Holy Spirit. But I didn't actually actually start speaking in it till I was sixteen. Mm. Um, and even then, like I was still like, yeah, okay, all right, cool, because of other personal stuff that was going on in my life, and then again joined the praise and worship team at like 11 mm. um started leading praise and worship like 16 and this was just like friday prayer meeting but still um yeah. and i was just like yeah okay still and like mm. like this is the thing like in church it there were moments where i could feel god's presence and i there were moments where i knew that okay i put i'm i feel like i'm called to greater but at the same time it's like God, I'm serving you. I'm doing all of this, but the life that I come from is is crumbling. Like this doesn't make any sense to me. How can there be such a paradox kind of thing? Um, and I feel like God said I wasn't ready because I just wasn't ready to commit. And the funny thing is, I feel like every other time when that's happened, it's because every other time where I felt like I wasn't ready is when God said I was ready, which is the funniest thing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's deep, you know, like the times where you thought you were ready, you weren't. But when you thought you weren't ready, you actually were. Crazy. That's crazy. That's actually, that's deep. That's deep. 
Yeah. But yeah, like that's crazy because like from young you've had like a call on your life, but it was like waking up to that call and being like actively answering the call. Yeah. Um, because even um and I've I've heard this and I, I think I resonate with it a little bit more now. I have a I have a, a more kind of a depth in the understanding of you know a delayed a delayed um delayed obedience is still disobedience mm. like just because I ain't saying just because I've said yes later on doesn't mean I've said yes at the appointed time technically that's still being disobedient wow so yeah wow you're dropping a lot of gems today <laughs> pardon I try you know oh man that's 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 deep man that's deep um but no thank you for sharing um I think yeah definitely I agree like when I listened to your testimony I was like wow this is not like the testimonies that I usually listen to like you were saying um because like when you started off and said like you'd been in church like your whole life and and this that like there wasn't any significant thing like you know alcohol maybe parties or like like, I've never been that girl ever Mm -hmm. like and I don't know whether that's because um growing up it was church was just a very big part of my life so it was like literally Friday prayer meeting Saturday rehearsal Sunday church like so on the weekends it's not like I could go out anyway Mm. Um, and growing up I was very kind of sheltered because I grew up in the church yeah I think what my testimony has probably what the revelation I now have from my testimony is that sometimes I feel like we Sometimes I feel like as Christians, we, and this is in more than one context, but just, just on the topic of my, in regards to my testimony, I feel like sometimes we, um, we celebrate the experience. Is that, is that what it is? You celebrate the experience more than the actual, the significance of the encounter. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be this big thing of, you know, yeah and the thing is I don't get me don't get me wrong I've had moments where I've cried and broken down and God take me and I surrender all but my first ever testimony was more so just a case of like a shift but not to the extent where like I was holistically crying and do you Mm, know what I mean like it, it was more so the encounter of God being present in my situation that changed everything for me yeah no that's that's true um and like you said like in more than one context like sometimes we it's we feel like it's going to be some big big you know wind fire right 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 right. but sometimes it's just a gentle whisper just a Mm -hmm. just a simple thing um I know like I I I definitely relate to that because I I grew up in the church um all my life like like church on Sundays bible studies midweek services like it was a um, so like similar to you, like being sheltered from all those things. Like I never grew around, I never went to like parties, um, alcohol, smoking, all of that stuff. Yeah. It just wasn't, it just wasn't me. Um, but and I feel like coming from that, it can it it can almost be dangerous to to feel like comfortable, like, oh, just because I go to church um during the during the the week um and on Sunday just because I'm doing all of these things you can be you you can be comfortable and be like yeah I'm I'm fine like I'm fine like spiritually yeah. fine so mm-hmm. like I'm actually grateful to God that I'm I'm actually like awake to that and being able to realize that because I feel like 
it's a testimony, but mm-hmm. there's still other people who are have this mindset that they're fine. Spiritually um, Yeah. Um spiritual spiritual death is it's deep, it's deep because like you're thinking you're awake. Yeah, you're deep, yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, wow. Um so yeah, um how when you had to like let go of certain things, like how was that for you? Like was it easy, was it hard? No, it wasn't easy at all. And I think that's the thing that people I think that's the thing about Christianity. People think that and I think that's the whole reason why I wanted to rebrand my YouTube because as much as I loved every the content I was putting out and things like that, I just felt like there's an and there's an untapped there's an untapped market in the sense of the relatability. Like I may not be able to relate to you in mm. regards to, you know, you struggling with um sexual morality or to do drinking anything to do with like I I might that I may not be able to relate to you in that way but Mm. what I can do is relate in the sense of I have struggled with things as well like Mm. it being that it's not it did not happen overnight that it did not just because I was in church all these years did not mean that I wasn't struggling with things Mm. and that it then also did not mean that God didn't use me at the same time I mean obviously but then my thing with that as well is because I've always said that as well when I have been struggling with anything I've made it this is for me personally I've always made it a thing to not be on socials or not be because I for me it just doesn't it doesn't sit well with my spirit I feel like that's very hypocritical for me personally obviously if God wants to use me regardless then that's different but I always made it a, a kind of notion to myself that if I was ever doing anything off screen or whatever that I felt like wasn't in line with what I was preaching then it was like well I'm gonna go mute for a little bit mm. up and then come back and I think obviously people don't really tend to see the fixing up part or don't it's not even tend to see it. I feel like people are unaware that it happens mm. because you come on socials and it's very like polished and one thing I don't want to be is a polished Christian mm. wow wow like I, I don't want to be that like um because what is a polished christian mm. a christian that has everything i don't have everything figured out i don't have all the answers like i wish i did like because if i did i feel like i'd have a lot of answers as to why my life is the way it is right now mm. um, but i don't have all the answers i can just trust um, I can just trust that God is that God is God above everything else and that whatever God says is going to prevail like yeah. I think something that I'm learning as well recently kind of just had to wrap my head around was the mysteries of God like sometimes things are just that yeah it's just the mystery of God that you just can't wrap your head around you can't wrap your head around it do you know what I mean yeah um no no definitely I've just yeah. I definitely agree because sometimes we feel like everything about God needs to be explained like it just we just need to find out an explanation but right. sometimes just just you know just have faith just trust and just right because God's ways are not our ways and we can't we can't we can't sometimes we can't explain God's ways with our own understanding um but yeah like um being a polished Christian going back to your earlier earlier point um I feel like even like for me and like trying to be more active in my walk um 
not seeing like seeing a lot of people um especially like young young Christians because obviously those are people that I feel like I can relate with but when I go online and I'm seeing like oh my gosh they're doing so much for God they're doing this I'm like okay so then what am I doing like okay then I'm I'm rubbish that that get it yeah um and it's so funny because I was literally I think maybe two weeks ago went out with like uh um younger girls like my little sisters in church and they'd recently go off the union we just had a like a big sis little sis chat like what's going through lots heads what's kind of how's you lots walk going something they brought up was am I I feel like so in the sense of going back to your point about seeing people doing like 110 percent she was like I just feel like that's never going to be me and does that make me a bad Christian like am I not doing enough and I was like don't ever ever think that like don't ever ever think that just because someone else is doing 110 percent does does not mean that you know does not affect your walk yeah. I think it comes down to um what I advised was the reason that you can't see yourself doing that's because it hasn't happened yet mm. and don't think that you know your relationship with God has to replicate that or is going to replicate that like, there is a reason why he has a personal relationship with every single yeah. one of us you know what I mean like as much as I despise to a certain extent, the phrase God knows my heart, because I feel like sometimes it gives pe- leeway, it gives people leeway to do whatever yeah. they do. But anyway, um, no, on, the topic of, on the topic of <laughs> on the topic of seeing people do 110%, trust me, I talking to myself as well, I get it. But then at mm. the same time, it's like you when you get to the when you get to the stage that you when there's a desire in your heart to do something like that or to to speak out or to share a scripture it will come it will come in in its own way for you you do what you need to do the way god wants you to do it Mm. and there's also a case of seasons like that might just be that person's season to do this like everyone is called to different things and different um different things and different mantles and different etc like we are it's literally we are all a part of the body of christ and i believe that the only moments when we feel weakness is i believe that i believe that it's partly fleshy but then i also believe it's also the case of maybe we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing enough mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah. um, and again like it's human nature comparison is human nature it's like oh am i doing enough am i doing enough yeah. and um we will I believe that we will only know if we're doing enough by doing things like unless you start and see what because you'll never know you'll never know what your relationship will look like at that stage of your walk unless you get there yeah does that make sense yeah um so yeah I can't lie yeah yeah like it's 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 um and it's social media. Like people are going to post the best things that they're going to post. You know what I mean, and I'm not saying that, you know, there aren't um, some authentic whatever's on there. But nine times out of ten, when you, I feel like it's outreach, it's evangelism at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like nine times out of ten, depending on what the person is portraying and what they're quote unquote selling um, to their audience, it will look like one thing. Mm. like if you're at the stage of you just want to bring people in then the most things you might be talking about is um 
the amazing things that God is doing, miracles that that's that is your yeah. that's your market. That's what you're yeah. working towards. You know what I mean? Everybody's market is so so different. Yeah. Like, um. So yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. We all have like different callings. Um. Like one thing we never want to do is answer someone else's call. Like you don't want to because you're seeing someone else do. It, you're like, okay, yeah, I can do that too. But it's more about what has God called you to do. What has God given you? Um, and also like different seasons, like we have different seasons. Maybe the season in your life is just to prepare you for when you're out there. You're in high school. Or maybe there's just this one person in your life that, you know, God is really, you know, putting it on your heart to mm-hmm. speak to just that mm-hmm. one person. Because sometimes we feel like if we're not talking to that a thousand people, a million people, then we're not really doing much. But the Bible says there's joy in heaven over that one soul that mm-hmm. comes through it doesn't matter how 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 big or how small your right. audience is right. it's what you've been given in that time that space mm-hmm. to be to use it to serve God and even just like yourself just giving yourself to God you know involving him in your day like it all counts it all counts um and yeah c- comparison is human nature but it's also like it's also a killer because like some people some not even some people I'm pretty sure like basically all human beings we're well, not all human beings. Probably the top dogs don't do nothing. But like we, no, compare- I no, I definitely believe it because I believe that if they didn't compare themselves to each other, mm-hmm. then they wouldn't be at the top. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean like now, like now. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they'd still compare themselves? I mean, they might compare themselves in different aspects. I feel like yeah, we compare ourselves to different. People. I definitely think so because I think comparison, comparison is a killer. Depending on what you use comparison for, mm-hmm. so in the sense of like you might use it to motivate you. This person. Yeah there this is where I want to be or it could be which is I believe what the latter does this person's so much better than me this person is xyz this person's da 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 like so I I generally think um it depends yeah yeah no yeah I agree um but yeah um so speaking about comparison did you ever like doubt yourself or like doubt what you were doing like with YouTube Instagram you know Um, everything really um What's, oh, what's something what's something that, what's something that gets you through it because obviously if you're giving into the doubt you would have stopped right yeah um something that gets me through I'd say definitely going back and speaking to God always kind of just realigns everything and when I do it there's just this sense of belonging in my spirit that makes me mm. more and I'd also say the way that people react to things that I post and things like that like the amount of people that have messaged me or just sent me a message and said oh my gosh like I see what you're doing I love it keep doing it um but I honestly can't shake the feeling of doing something that you were born to do like I always say this like I genuinely believe that I was born to worship because mm. of how I feel in the moments where I have been so privileged and honored to usher people into the presence of God and I can I can feel that I've done literally what I was born to do like yes we're all born to worship like God has literally created us to worship him but I believe that like when you are a worshiper when you are a worship leader when worship is something that like you do on a recurring basis mm. when you have that feeling of yeah 
like this this is what I'm like it's I can't even describe it it just it feels it feels complete like it feels that's how I feel when I'm on camera that's how I feel when I'm writing that's how I feel when I'm speaking poetry that's how I feel when I'm ministering like all those all the things that I do they just make sense to me Mm. and those are the moments that um those are the moments that overpower the moments of self-doubt and then even in the moments of self-doubt sometimes I just do it anyway Mm. because sometimes you have to feel the fear and do it anyway wow you have to because when you actually start to think like by me not doing this and that's I, I think that's another thing as well I never ever want God to turn around and ask me what I did on earth with the gift that he was that he had given me mm. and I think there was this preaching that was going around about the fact that it's only God that has truly seen us in our fullest form and potential if we were to act truly as to what God God had had planned for us so that in my head I'm thinking cool so that means that we could potentially live our lives half fulfilling half of the potential that God has for us for the, for all of our lives because we weren't obedient and because we weren't used. That's crazy to me. That's actually, because what are we missing out on potentially? Mm. Does that so, mean? It's like, what can I, like, how do I get there? Right. Wow. No, that's, that's, that's true. Yeah. Like, yeah. For me as well, like I never want, I want to, I never want to get to the end of life and, and, and still have like potential. Right. Because it's like, what can you do about it now? You're about mm-hmm. to Done. go. Um, and and this this famous preacher, um, Dr. Miles Monroe, he mm-hmm. said he said um, the rich, the place with the best ideas or the most potential is the graveyard, or the the other place. Um, because there's a lot of people that have died like with things that they still they still needed to do. Um, right. And I was listening to him one time, and he was talking about success and how you know success for us as Christians shouldn't be you know like based on materialistic things it should be like how well basically to die with nothing left that we've we've exercised our potential to the fullest um obviously in the will of God yeah of course that would be that would be a successful life not mm-hmm. not how many cars we got or how many houses or completely empty ourselves yeah so wow how how would you say the journey has been like from oh child oh I, I can't even put into words it's the journey's still going mm. like that's the I think but I definitely think I'm probably at the most confident that I've been because I have I have a more I feel like I've always been quite mature because that's just a compliment that people have always given me like I'm, I'm mature beyond my years um but I think my understanding and appetite is growing um so I think this is probably the most surest that I've been in regards to the fact that I know that I'm supposed to be speaking about Christ in this way I'm supposed to be this this is my way of ministry like I'm not I have never been any like more sure of that Mm. at this at this point in time but I'm just excited to see what that's going to look like going forward yeah all right cool so just to, to end off mm-hmm. summar- just to end off summarize the journey in three words that whether that's the past the present or the future um i would say intentional mm-hmm. i would say 
emotional. And I would say intimate. Wow. Intentional, emotional, intimate. Wow. Yeah. Those are very deep, what do you call them? Very, they, I feel like they're very good choice of words to encompass. Everything. Yeah. Um, do you want to say why? Or do you want to leave it as that? Um, I think intentional because my past has led me up to this moment. Mm. And as much as there are so there as much as there are so many there is much there was as much as there has been so much in my past, I'm wish I could change. I wouldn't change anything for this moment right now. Yeah. But it's intentional. So you go through everything for now. Um and what I say emotional because it has been such an emotional roller coaster, like um all the time it feels like because I'm an emotional person. Um I feel things. I like, I feel things. Mm. I take that. I think it's like, God is so amazing in the way that we're made. Like I'm such a mm. poet writer. So when it comes to feelings and stuff, I feel it. Like I feel. Mm. Um, so it's been such an emotional roller coaster, And I don't just mean like happy ones. I mean, sad ones. I mean, in regards to lust, like there's so many emotions that come with just navigating that. And I'll take intimate because I believe that even now, God knows literally the most intimate parts of me. And mm. he's still showing me now in my 22 years of age, kind of the things that have affected me, mm. why they affected me. Um, and just really really testing the most intimate parts of me wow. at the parts that I thought I was done with like I'm calm I'm calm with that whatever it was like mm. yeah <laughs> you're done with it but in order for me to get you to where you need to go I need just need yeah. to go refine back it. Mm. yeah refine it that's what it is wow. yeah wow that's that's yeah. amazing I'm I'm really um excited for you and your journey um can't wait to see even like what you're doing now as well, like it's a blessing. Thank um, you. But yeah, just continuing the Lord. Thank you. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for for being here. Thank, thank you, you for having me. Thank you. I mean, we, we I had to get you on, man. I had to. <laughs> um, yeah, we thank God. We thank God. Um, so yeah, everyone, this is this is what we. I hope you've enjoyed this episode with. Karen, forever blessed. Actually, yeah. Before we go, explain the name. Forever oh, blessed. no. So, the thing is, like, I don't even know how I came up with the name. I've had this name, I think, since I was about, um, I want to say. So, it's I think so. Yeah, it started on Snapchat, mm. and I got a new snap when I went into, I think, end of sixth form and the sixth from getting a uni mm. and it's I don't it just kind of stuck I don't even know mm-hmm. where it came from I was like okay cool let me make my Instagram that and then but now it's so irritating because no it's probably not as bad now but before people used to actually think my name was Karen Forever Blessed I just thought why why, why would that be my name like what how does that even make sense Karen Forever Blessed like, for real like people actually like refer to me as that and I just think it's absolutely hilarious 
Um, if I prefer that, then you calling me Karen, like you know me. So let's, yeah, it's fine. Let's keep it on the Instagram name basis. That's like (laughs) my biggest pet peeves. Don't because because my name is so formal that you can't necessarily like nickname me unless you know me personally. Yeah. So call me Karen. Like, why are you calling me Karen for? (laughs) Don't do that. Call me Karen. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, and then yeah, I've just I haven't, and I think is I've tried to change it. Like I've tried to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna put my my I'm gonna make it all professional. It's just not me. No, I'm kind of blessed, man. That's just who I am. Nah, I'm yeah. blessed. Like, come I on. Definitely, I definitely see. It. Of course, of course. I just felt like why change it? Nah, yeah, you gotta be proud. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, thank you so much, Karen. Forever blessed. So yeah, that's. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I personally have. Um, Karen, forever blessed, has definitely dropped a lot of gems. Um, and yeah, if you have anything to say to me or even to Karen, you can you can email me at greatchangetc at gmail.com, DM me on the Instagram, greatchangetc. And also check out Karen's Instagram, Karen underscore forever blessed. Yeah, I believe that's it. Let me check. I, I do think that's it though. I think it is Karen forever it is oh karen forever underscore blessed karen forever underscore blessed and even her check out her youtube courtesy of karen with a k with a k okay <laughs> um and also you got a poetry page which i do not i can't remember i do it's i'm in renovation with that renovation renovation yeah, yeah okay all right yeah so I guess I'll see you guys on the next episode. Um, And yeah, thank you.